You are the man I'm talking. 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 You are the man now. Dog, 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 you are the man now. Dog. Okay, um, welcome to Israel. Um, we're very happy to have you um, uh, here at the resort. And uh, you'll find, uh, first of all, what a lovely family. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're really excited to be here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, every guest here is special, and um, uh, you are as well. And I just want to show you around. A little bit, and I'll let you know about the experience you can have here, which is uh, all-inclusive. So uh, what, what are some things you might be excited about here in, in the promised land? Do you have a ball pit? Well, I could get into some bocce ball. Bocce ball? Okay, yes. Yes, a bocce ball, a, one of the more um, Jewish of the ball sports. Uh, so yes, we we can oh. do bocce ball. We have a bocce ball court, all inclusive. You throw the ball. It's competitive, but it's nice and it's not too physical. Yeah, oh, yeah I didn't know the good. bocce. That's good. You're telling me bocce ball is Jewish? It's culturally Jewish. Yeah, it's uh, we we call it bach, bocce ball in Israel. Everybody yeah, you does. You learn something new every day. Yes. Yeah, every, well, everybody that you will see in your resort uh, experience here, we'll call it that, yes. And uh, this is more Israeli than anything you could do in the country, is staying right here uh, with us at our uh, lovely resort. Shalom. Well, I was really excited to bring the family to see some of the uh, religious texts, maybe the Wailing Wall. We really wanted mm. to um, have a deep experience. You know, this is the homeland, and... We're really, really excited for a transformative experience, not just lawn games. Um, and no, you, yes, you, the Wailing Wall, it's fine, but you oh. know, it's uh, traffic and it's so old. We have here the uh, the wonderful wall. It's uh, uh, and it's a wall you can pray to here. You put your wishes in it. The wonderful wall. The wonderful and it's wall. a wonderful wall. And it's none of the... It's shalom, laugh, shalom. Is it historical? It, it looks pretty... It looks new. Uh, 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 yes. No, th this wall um, in, in, in 2013, uh, 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 Barack 2013. Obama... 2013. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Uh, uh, his advisor, David Axelrod... Painted part of this very wall in our uh, christening, sir, our Jew, our Jew, our Jewening ceremony. Hold of up, the, hold, of up the wall. hold up, hold yeah, up. Yeah, you said Christ up. there for a second, <laughs> and then you said Jewening. Uh, you, can I see your yarmulke? It looks a little weird. I'm just gonna grab yeah, does it. Does that have a bill on the back? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, got a I, duck bill. It's yeah, a good. Duck grab bill. it. Grab his yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird yarmulke. This, this. <laughs> you're not Jewish. You're an umpire. Yeah, <laughs> is that why you're in all stripes? No, hang on, hang on. No. I, 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 oh, oh, for a lot of years, my people have been subject to crazy accusations, and I will not accept this one to add on to it. Me, an umpire, not a Jew. <laughs> well, you, you may also be Jewish. Uh, sorry, I jumped to conclusions. Maybe. I don't know if you have another job you were just running from or, or whatever, but we're excited to be here. Maybe if you could just show us to our room and, and give us the lay of the land at the hotel, we can, we can get settled. Okay. Can I have my real yarmulke back? <laughs> yeah, here you go. Okay. I, thank you. Sorry. Now, it's, it's hard for me um, to say something without it ahead. coming through 20 seconds later. Oh, <laughs> It's the echo here. It's the echo here, which is authentic to the real experience of. Do you remember Hanukkah? Oh yeah, yes. of course. Yes. How could I forget yes. Hanukkah? <laughs> well, 
The reason it, it the reason it took so long for the candles to burn out was it the echo in the cave. The candles did burn out. It's like the stars in the sky, you know. Uh, we what we're seeing is eight years away. Anyway, come on down. Okay, on I, down. I can't I can't I can't help but notice that the the rest of the resort staff their uniform looks looks different than your umpire outfit. Uh, I mean, there's there's some stripes, but uh, is what what's going on there? Oh, okay, yes, those are full Hasids. I'm on the way to being a Hasid. Oh, 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 oh. And Hasids wear like a <laughs> cage mask and have a big catcher's mitt. Okay, I can see if you're not from here how I would look like an umpire in a world. <laughs> this is not Jewish. You're not being Jewish. You no. look very familiar to us, <laughs> but just not in the right way. It, just, and I'm going to ask my my two brothers here, uh, uh, Nathan Grumpy. Do you think that this guy looks like Mike Piazza? <gasps> he does. The long flowing locks, absolutely. He does look like yeah, Mike Piazza. the mustache. Uh... Hey, what are we talking about over here? What are we talking about over here? Those secrets. <laughs> Can we ask you a question? Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you Are ever you... heard of... Yeah. Yeah. No, go, go ahead. Say it. No, Grumpy, get it out. There's a famous baseball player named Mike Piazza, and we don't know where he went. <laughs> and now we come here to Israel. I thought I booked it through the Birthright program. But we're being led around a lot of baseball diamonds on the way to the hotel. You're clearly not Jewish. You're a catcher. So, the wonderful wall looked an awful lot like the foul line. I'm just <laughs> going to throw that out there. Yes. Smells okay, foul. Okay, so the suggestion here. Seem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wall stinks. <laughs> Stinky I do wall. Think that wall did stink. Shalom! Aloha! It's the Man Dog Pod. I'm Dan Lippert. That was my... The least authentic Israeli accent from the person who's heard it the most. <laughs> uh, here with my co-host, Ryan Rosenberg. Shalom, Ryan. Shalom, Dan, and thank you for having me back again. <laughs> having you back? Yeah, thanks well, for having back. me back on the show. And thank you for having me back. You're very welcome. Of course. And... Today we have some very special guests. They're very special gentlemen to us. Um, we'll bring on, for the first time on the podcast, you, you may know him as Grumpy from moments ago, <laughs> Harry Chaskin. Hi, Harry. Shalom, gentlemen. Happy to be Shalom. here. Good to see you. Good to see you, too, and your lovely background. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this is uh, 100% uh, terrifying actually <laughs> uh, you may know harry is the voice of stella in our never released short uh what was it called ryan the, uh, the pits the pits are um our parody of the wire featuring uh the very dog stella for the man dog pod uh, <laughs> did we find that and put it up uh did i do that yeah uh, <laughs> yeah but you you just delivered your catchphrase a little incorrectly I know. I was about to say it's like uh, my my failed audition for Urkel was. Uh, <laughs> did I do that? Did I do that? Did I, did I do that? Did I do that? A little uh, bigger. A little bigger. A little bigger. What what if I bring my voice down? I think Urkel should have like a deep booming voice. Did I do that? Do that. <laughs> uh, and I know he wants to try his best Urkel out, so we'll bring on a returning guest. Justin, Michael. Hi, Justin. Shaloha, my pants. <laughs> <laughs> now that's an Urkel. That's much more Urkel. It's still delayed, so that... <laughs> we have Extremely that delayed. <laughs> that one was on time, though. We'll just see. Uh, we'll see how it keeps going. Um, yeah. What a treat. But yeah, welcome to the show, y'all. Um, we have you on for multiple Thank reasons. You. But what one is um, to talk about Harry, uh, a short that we all worked on together um, call, that you created, animated, and directed, uh, Steel Cut Oats, which features 
other guest of the show in front of the show, Peter Banifaz. Um, but that's coming out soon, and we were excited, so we wanted to talk about it. Yeah, no, thanks. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about it too. There's a lot of a lot of familiar faces in it, and I'm looking at two of them right now. Uh, and if if I recall, Dan, uh, you were kind enough to sport just a mustache in this short. That's right. Which, yeah, this, I went beard the, the second, mustache. It's the second project we've done together where you've had to don uh, unusual facial hair or unusual hairstyle for you. Uh, That's so right. I, I, for, I appreciate <laughs> For me, Justin and Harry's uh, stop motion series, Friendship All-Stars, Seth Green gave me a bowl cut for a promo video <laughs> that nobody saw. Yeah. There's a running theme here. <laughs> I think it got like tens you gotta of people. You got to bury the promo. Yeah, I guess our parents saw it. Yeah, uh, I think they still show it at the uh, San Fernando San Fernando Barber College saw it. They played it there for uh, <laughs> uh, how not to give a bowl cut. Not um, Alfred Molina right. saw it. That's right. We showed it. Alfred Molina was there recording uh, Sex Luther for Robot Chicken. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, the um, the woman who casts it, I don't. What's her name? Linda Lamontagne. Uh, Linda Lamontagne. Linda yeah. Lamontagne was like, "Yeah, you guys have to come in and show your short to Alfred Molina." <laughs> 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 and so we sat there in the little waiting room as he politely watched it and was like, "Very good, gentlemen." <laughs> he was the <laughs> nicest man. That's what you I, I forget what we showed him. It was the bulk of video. Molina was, was a class act all, all around, yeah. Which we thought was, like, the perfect way to promote our fully stop-motion animated uh, web series <laughs> that has nothing to do with cutting hair or... And it was a weird, it's a weird choice. Let's give them some live action to prep. It was the them. era of funnier die stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we were, we were kind of in that world where it was like, oh, celebrity does... A thing that you wouldn't believe they're doing, and you find out that they're just like genial or whatever. Um, we originally pitched uh, us trying to the the marketing thing was going to be us telling the audience you must go see Austin Powers, right? Uh, uh, by by the up, uh, with the up and coming uh, guy Seth Green, who yeah. people are going to hear about in in a few years after after this flick. Um, uh, and then at the end, there was a very short, like, oh, also check out our, our web series. But they, they nixed yeah. it. They didn't think that would work. Mm-hmm. Seth Green like gets it. a bowl cut? Oh, no, wait. Seth Green gives a bowl cut? <laughs> yes. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, Harry, I want to hear a little bit more about Steel Cut Oats. Why don't you give us like a little uh, short pitch about it and, and tell us about it? Sure, yeah. So... This was a, a, a passion project of mine uh, for years. I actually came up with the seed of the idea back in college. I was, you know, I'm really into pulpy stuff, noir and monster movies. And I was in the supermarket years ago and I was looking at the oatmeal and saw this can of steel cut oats. And I thought, that kind of sounds like an old timey boxer name. I don't know. <laughs> it, uh, it just stuck in my head as a nickname and somehow conflating with a bunch of Twilight Zones I was watching at the time and reading a bunch of Eastern European folklore. I came up with this weird story, as you do, uh, and the the short developed. And it's basically a pulpy retelling of the golem uh, folklore uh, from Eastern Europe where, you know, Rabbi builds a big creature out of mud or clay uh, to protect the village and imbue it with life. Um, and in the case of this story, it's about a washed up boxer who builds a giant monster out of oatmeal to protect himself from some mobsters that betrayed him because he refused to take a dive. Um, <laughs> so, you know, totally normal story, but, you know, what it, what it ends up being, he forms this relationship with the oatmeal creature. They get kind of a, a father-son dynamic and the whole short ends up being more of a meditation on legacy and parenting and sort of, you know, how do we encourage or discourage uh, our children from following in our footsteps? Um, so that's kind of the, the the crux of it. And 
you know, my background is primarily in stop motion animation, uh, though I've straddled live action the whole time as well. And this is kind of a throwback to like classic Ray Harryhausen movies where you have live action and stop motion combined. Uh, so this was, you know, an opportunity to kind of try that technique on steroids, um, <laughs> mixing, mixing live action actors with stop motion creature puppets, matte paintings, miniatures, basically an excuse to try my hand at every old school practical effect that uh, I've always loved and, and wanted to take a stab at. How cool. Oh, thanks. I, uh, I hope people like it. <laughs> it's so really great. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, as, as as you know, because uh, we've worked on stuff together, animation is a, a painstaking and time-consuming process. So the film is uh, about 15 minutes long, and it represents uh, several years of work at the end of the day. You know, I was animating all the stop motion for it in my in my little studio in the garage, and that was probably six to eight months solid of working every day on the animation. So even though it's, uh, it's, it's something I've been living with for, for years now. And even if it's old news to me, it's new to everybody else. So I'm excited to get it out into the world and, and see what people think. And, uh, I really hope that, uh, somehow through the grapevine, uh, Guillermo del Toro can get his eyeballs on it. Cause, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm still looking for an excuse to, sit down with him and uh, try to not overly fan gush <laughs> about everything he makes. Uh, he, um, the, the Pinocchio that's on Netflix, I think like the, you know how they autoplay either like a trailer or a scene from it. The thing I saw there was just the, the, them talking about how long it takes to make. <laughs> stop mo. And it was like, yeah. I, 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 almost like, Oh, they should put that out with every stop mo project to be like, Look, this fucking, this thing you're seeing, like, three seconds took a whole day to animate. <laughs> uh, and, like, the, I think it's a lot more interesting to watch when you kind of know what what went into it. And you did, yeah, like, the Roger Rabbit version of stop-mo, Harry. <laughs> like that's, I feel like that's, like, doubly hard to, like, integrate a puppet to act with uh, mm -hmm. people. It's It looks so fucking cool. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, Justin, you played... You played like the announcer in the boxing ring. Like there's a, I won't spoil anything, but there's a final climactic boxing match in the movie between the oatmeal guy and another stop motion creature. And yeah, it's like, it's, it's the joke of acting opposite tennis balls. I remember you were standing, we had a, we built a real boxing ring. You were standing in the middle of that, like gesturing to contenders that weren't there they got put in months later. I think the ring you were in ended up getting replaced with a miniature ring that was much bigger. So it's like, yeah, every every shot in the movie is a crazy sandwich of like 15 different elements all shot in different places at different times. Uh, so it was kind of a kind of a puzzle <laughs> to figure it's out. It's really incredible. It, it all comes together so seamlessly. I was really blown Thank away. Thank you even just in the beginning of how beautiful it looked before the stop motion comes in <laughs> and then the stop motion looks amazing. And then when you mixed them, it was just like, holy shit. It really was quite a, quite a feat. Congratulations, Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I really wanted to push in it was camera movement. I feel like, you know, with stop motion, you're shooting a puppet with a locked off camera on a tripod and traditionally, like if you watch King Kong, if you watch the old Harryhausen movies, anytime it cuts to an effects shot where there's a stop motion character interacting with people, it's like a big wide lock off shot because that was the only way to integrate the puppet into the footage and not have it seem like it was floating all over the screen. So we developed some new techniques uh, for steel cutouts with motion tracking and, you know, other, other, other high tech VFX wizardry that allowed us to freely move the camera and kind of let me direct it as I would a straight live action movie using camera movement for emotion and storytelling and still being able to put the puppets into that scene. And I think that helped 
helped it integrate as well because people aren't as used to seeing that with stop motion puppets. Yeah, it felt so dynamic when I was watching it. I was definitely I hadn't seen it before. It was it felt like a new technology. James yeah. Cameron, uh, get ready. James Cameron, no way about me. Nipping at your heels. <laughs> no yeah, have you ever thought about doing an Avatar sequel to this? Uh, yes, but only if there's a big blue Dan with a mustache. Uh, I, think, I got some I paint, and I know Dan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna try. Happen. I'm gonna try a scene here. Um. Justin, yeah, uh, just before we go into Target, I just, like, I've been trying to figure out how to say this. I know you've heard a lot of stories about, like, movies getting created from ideas people see of, like, the steel cutouts, maybe I'll make a movie, or, you know, Harry Potter written on a napkin. Not everything in the Target's an idea for a movie, all right? I think, broadly, let's just have fun shopping together and spend some time chatting. Dude, of course, I love a I love a good Target stroll. You know, like it's not all about the creative for me. You know, and I mean, as we pass by this Boots and Barkley, I'm like, maybe Boots and Barkley, the Target brand for pets, could be like a kind of iconic duo. Like Boots is kind of a boots on the ground guy, and Barkley is kind of his angry boss. And like maybe maybe we could pitch it or something. You know, just talking about it, not actually. Right. You know. Yeah, but you see how you just did what I asked. Uh, not you know what I mean. Like it's just like that. That was an interesting idea you came up with, but uh, at the end of the day, I think it's like anything could be, any two things smashed together could be a new idea, you know? So I'm sorry, the freaking creativity just flows out of me when I'm at Target. <laughs> totally, and I love that about you, that you're always like, you're cooking. You yeah, know, I'm always, always on, you know? Like, I don't know how to have a real conversation, you know what I mean? But that's okay. <laughs> um, well, I um, have you done the... Uh, um, do you like their trail mix here? I kind of usually go with the Trader Joe's trail mix, but I, I like that this is a bigger box of one. I haven't actually tried their trail mix. I mean, I, I usually go for Trader Joe's. TJ's is pretty good, but, you know, they're, it could be a good maybe like, you know, and I definitely am not suggesting we make a fiction show, but maybe like a nonfiction documentary style thing following you trying their trail mix. And we try it and we see if we how it compares to the TJ's trail mix, you know, but... Kind of becomes a rehearsal style thing, maybe where like turns out the Target is really a TJ's, and you know. So the show you're pitching is I go to two different stores and eat their trail mix, and then I find out one store was the other store the whole time. Yeah, that's the beginning of it. That's it's how not it starts. Saying, I, it, here's the thing: it's not saying anything. All right, I, I know. I, I know that you're like trying to get a thing made, but like usually the, like the rehearsal is saying something, right? It's a, it's about how we interact. It's about, uh, anxiety. It's about social, uh, uh, control. You understand? No, you're right. You're right. Dude. I think it's just like, for me, this is slice of life. You know, like what are we doing right now? We're talking about trail mix. What would be a good show to represent who we are? You know, and, and I, I'm sorry, the creativity's flown so hard. I think I can, like, maybe turn it off or something. And we could just, why don't we just, I love checking the toy aisle, honestly. I'm an adult who loves to look at the toy aisle every, every time I'm there. You know what I mean? Just to kind of, like, see what's Yeah, let's head up. Let's head up. Those are already properties. You can't pitch a new show on them. They all are. Th Actually, so, yeah, it's funny. You can. I feel like IP is like really big right now. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh my god, it's a mom and child. My ex, oh, that's my that's my ex. Oh my god, the mom or no, the next child? Next to them, that's my ex. Oh okay. <laughs> no, no, next to them. Wait, okay, it's that's just, an even. That's it's a Julie. dog. It's, it's Julie. Those are the toys you're looking at. The human being over there is my ex. Is this a dating game that maybe uh, you know? Oh hey Dan, hey Justin, how's hey. it going, guys? Good to see ya. Hey 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 hey, good to see ya. Hey Julie, yeah, it's been a while. Too. Yeah, it has been. It's. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm here with my new boyfriend, Rob. So um, he, yeah. Oh, what's up, Rob? Hey, Rob. This is the guy that. This is the guy that was Rob. I think we met before, right? You would come to our dinner parties and you would just like play guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just just a few few chords, like to like to riff, like to jam. Yeah. He knows lots of chords. He knows more than he would show at the dinner parties, to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I didn't want to didn't want to make anybody feel uh, awkward. Oh, no. not. He's got a big hat too. 
He's got yeah, a really yeah. big hat that he wears. That's he pretty cool. He looks just like Esteban. Oh my god! It's Look at his nails. Thing. Look at his nails. Yeah. His nails are long. He can play flamenco. I can. Wow. I, they are really long. And uh, do they have to be that dirty to play flamenco, or is that? It's a look, you know. A uh, so you, the dirty is a, a choice. Well, I a garden, a garden. I like to I like to grow fresh herbs and you know cook cook meals for for the people I love. And you know if if uh, if a little bit of guitar string gets in there, it's just flavor. It's just uh, yeah, dude, guitar string. You are a character. This is like freaking chef's table, but making it out of guitar strings or something. Like, have you ever thought about like your relationship kind of being the center of like <sighs> a, kind of a chef's table style <laughs> documentary? <laughs> Not everything is an idea, Justin. Julie, come on. We go way back. You're a development exec. Come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm telling you, not everything is an idea. I'm so tired of fielding these. Mm-hmm. So you don't like the emails that I send you every day? <laughs> no. It's so weird. You're my ex's ex ex's best friend. Oh, we can't hang out. I can't reply to your stories every day. Come on. We're, we used to be buds. <laughs> I'm not your ex. <laughs> I mean, what you don't, if they're not just replies, they're pitches. You <laughs> reply to my stories and pitch them back to me. Dude, what do you think, Long Nails? Do you think that's a bad idea? <laughs> His name is Rob. Sorry, I forgot. I just, he's a character to me. Yeah, I kind of like the nickname Long Nails, actually. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like not, not everything has to be a thing. It's like, you know. I'm listening to a little jazz fusion. I'm listening to a little Paul McCartney. I don't say, hey, we got to make like a Paul McCartney jazz fusion type sound. Like sometimes you can just enjoy the music, enjoy the herbs. Like you got to just live your life, man. Not everything has to be, has to be a show. I, Ugh, so I hard you. to be. It's, it's really hard I, I to be present. Too, I love you guys too. What? Justin. <laughs> Hey, I, I don't I even never, like see you anymore, really. I was just I trying to be present you. with you guys in this. What's up, Dan? Did you know she was going to be here? Is that why you suggested Target? I did. You know she was coming look, here. Is this I not do an see, accident? I clicked Julie's stories. I saw you know going to Target with my bay. You know, was like oh, this might be good. You know, we got you always watch my stories within like two seconds of them being posted. <laughs> yeah, I, and I often always feel late. the first. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Interesting. You're checking, though. You know what I mean. I guess. Look, I can I, I? I feel stupid even trying to push you in this direction. But there is a real interesting story in our relationship. But instead, you tried to make a chef's table out of cooking guitar strings. You know, like you're missing. You're, you're missing the depth of it because you just want a hit. That's you why I come with hit. you, Dan. You know what I mean? Like, look at that. You had an idea. You had an idea. That's why we got to go to Target more often. <laughs> Freaking crazy, man. I, look, I, uh, Julie, it was good to see you. Uh, I'm glad everything's well. Good to see you, too. Are you doing okay? No, no. I mean, <laughs> look at this. You know, Justin called me on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. and said, we have to go to Target. We have to leave now. <laughs> yeah, you and never hung like, out with was... me when you were dating Julie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, because you would always come to our dinner parties and pitch her stuff and pitch everybody else their stuff without knowing what their jobs were. Okay, well, I hope you guys have a great day. Rob, should we peel out of here? Yeah, yeah, let's boogie. Well, oh, that's your... Peeled out on the grocery cart, wow. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, a little jackass. <laughs> he can peel rubber. out anything. He can peel anything. Right <laughs> Shit. Now, that's a good idea for a show, burning rubber in my face. You burn a condom in somebody's face. Face. <laughs> Welcome back to Burning Rubber in My Face. <laughs> I'm, um, oh, what's the guy that plays Job? I'm Will Arnett. <laughs> hey, babe, you seen this show? It's awesome. I'll watch anything with you, sweetie. Here, here, come on. I'm just, uh, let me take off my shirt. <laughs> uh, uh, Jason, I'm the guy, Jason Bateman. Uh, Will and I, burning condoms now. <laughs> That's right. We bring people in. They think they're going to eat a nice dinner, and instead we burn a condom right in front of their face. All right. It's- so it's two guys from Arrested Development, and it's a it's a condom prank show. 
Now we've invited some yeah, of our old awesome. castmates over. Uh, we, we got uh, Buster. Uh, I love you, Rob. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony, Tony Hale. Hale. Tony Hale. Tony's at the door. He thinks he's coming over for for a dinner uh, with his old buddies from Arrested. You know, for for folks that have been on a hit TV show that uh, ran for multiple seasons, it's amazing how none of them know each other's names. But uh, as long as they keep burning condoms in people's face, I'm in. All right, Tony, our chef's prepared you a nice bolognese. It's a nice Italian bolognese. So just uh, let me take this uh, top off of the dish there. Oh, <laughs> Look at it go! Look at it go! Yeah, it hey guys, really burns up fast. Sneaky. What's going on? All right, this has been an episode of Normal Burning Rubber. Come back next week for Celebrity Burning Rubber. <laughs> but wait, isn't he a celebrity? <laughs> Those episodes are really short, babe. Yeah, it's a quibby. <laughs> how did you? How did you get to keep quibby? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just I, I signed a I signed a thing. They sent me a, an email and said, uh, "Do you want to unsubscribe from Quibi?" And I said, "Hell no! I love those quick oh. fights." Hey, Marona, such... it's a me, Massimo. We got another case to solve. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, what? The end. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. these are really Quibbies. Yeah, you those know it's great fights. if you're on the run. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever watch any Quibbies? I didn't watch a single one. Mm-mm. I'm trying to remember which one was Quibby, which was Go Ninety, and which was CISO. They're all kind of blend. Quibbies was like it's an Quibby was all phone, all and they phone. were like you can turn it sideways and vertically, and you can watch it any way you yes. want. But I think they decided that. Because we know a lot of people who were hired to make Quibi things, I believe, mm-hmm. or at least the new that like they decided to make it uh, that way after they had hired people to start shooting things. So like, I know there was like an animated show that they thought they were like, yeah, you just flip it and it's a different aspect ratio, and it's like, nah, but there's like a whole another part of the screen that wasn't <laughs> accounted <Right>. for. <laughs> you have to like shoot it super. That would mean we just have to frame. zoom in. Times four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it make yeah, it look yeah. like the worst version of the thing that took a lot of their money to make. Right, right. Yeah, it's like if you thought pan and scan was bad, this is it. I have a friend that actually directed on uh, Sam Raimi's horror Quibi show, and they pulled that on her after the fact. It's like it was all composed for wide, and they had to they had to crop in. It's, it's wild. Wow. And they didn't reshoot. They just said, like, no, they were Take like, find a composition within this composition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. I feel like there, that, even though it was such a dumb thing and a bad idea, there are some things that I wish I saw. Like, I remember there was like a Will, um, who's the MacGruber guy? What's his last name? Will Forte. Forte did a thing, and I was like, I'd love to see that Quibby. You know, like, there was a bunch just, of people who got paid to make fun stuff, I would assume, right? Yeah. I, don't know. I just watched the other day, Paula Pell did a Murder, She Wrote parody for Quibi that's now, I think, on Roku. Anyway, I watched it the other day. It has pretty much everyone we know in it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's, like, very funny in a airplane, uh, like, Zucker Brothers sort of way. Oh, that's fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love that. <clears throat> She's so funny. Yeah, I, it cracks me up. Something like that. It makes me wonder how far I would go as a yes man. Because that's what it had to be, right? Is like someone with money just had to keep saying stuff and everyone had to be too afraid to be like, well, actually, I think there might be an issue here. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty non-confrontational. So I, I kind of could be a yes man. But at some point, I'd have to be like, I got to go. Right. It's like I, I've said yes too many times and i don't know what else to say now i can't start saying no yeah Yeah. i also wonder if you drink the kool-aid you know what i mean like i've been on jobs where you know i'm like oh you know what this wasn't like my cup of tea when i showed up here uh as a as you know but then i'm like you know what like working with the people that you work with like you start to associate that with the quality of the thing rather than like what actually comes out 
so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is a good experience for me. I can't imagine Quibi was a good experience, but uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, you know, when you're in it, it's almost like you're in an echo chamber that you're like, yeah, this is my job. Totally. <laughs> yeah, we're making this. And think, yeah. Everything comes from nothing. Well, the people that worked on the shows, I mean, for short content, they had decent budgets. And I think there was a fair amount of creative freedom other than the mm-hmm. aspect ratio thing. So, yeah, oh, totally. I don't know. I mean, they 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 brought in top talent to make whatever they wanted. <laughs> I uh, feel like it's it so was funny, too, because fun it until work. it wasn't. Yeah, they were right. They're like, everything is moving to phones. But they just made it so weird that they're like, but you can't throw it to your TV (laughs) and you can't do this. And like they made a really good idea and then like hamstrung the whole thing. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I don't know. It seems like it should totally work. Like and the way they could restart it today. Yeah. The way the pricing was structured and ads integrated like they they, they, everywhere they should have zigged, they zagged with with the rollout. Everywhere they quibbed, they should have quabbed. And the and the pan, and the pandemic hit like right when they were going all in on the idea right. of watching something on your phone when you're out and about. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like you can't throw it to your TV, and you're not going anywhere for years. So <laughs> right. that probably didn't help either. Right. All right, Pibby. All right, Pibby. <laughs> Rest in, Mister Pib. <laughs> <laughs> They call me Mr. Pib. <laughs> is Mr. Pib still around? Yes. Unfortunately, yes. I see it all the time as a person who wants Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Right. And it's it, but now it's called like Pib Extra. Yes, I was right? going to say or, there's an extra big X. Right. Did they drop the Mr.? Maybe it's I a gender it's neutral just... Pib, you know what I mean? Maybe Mr. Pib right. is kind of like a, you know, a little bit more progressive and and thoughtful what the fuck is pib what is pib why is it mr pib probably because it sounds like it's so weird like a p word think about how weird that sounds mr pib it's it's a condo it's like you put pib and pepper on your uh salad (laughs) yeah i guess oh my god i'm always shaking all that pib uh it's not pibby enough could you shake a little oh they forgot to give us pib Uh, yeah i can't have too much pib or my uh, Piblesterol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pib does Doctor sound nasty. It starts to be a big Pib room. <laughs> I was going to Dr. Pibble Popper, and he told me I got to cut down on my Pib unless I want to keep getting popped. <laughs> <laughs> That's his only diagnosis, honestly. Sometimes I think I could leave my career in comedy and just have a career in, like, nursery rhymes. Like, I'm almost as interested in, like, just sounds <laughs> like nursery rhymes is just making fun sounds into a story i feel like yes yeah. those are my like my favorite jokes are those mm-hmm. like it's like you can have the smartest joke but if it like just kind of sounds funny it's like a gut yeah. laugh to me like just really same. stupid silly shit same i know Justin, that surprises I like you, you and all. i always bonded on that yeah no i, I feel like our sense this of humor early was like rhymes oh rhymes are great <laughs> yeah truly I'm still there. Yeah, same. I wonder what it's even like to break into the world of nursery rhymes. There hasn't been a new nursery rhyme for years, right? No. For who? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody buys them. No, I guess it's just like children's books written by celebrities. Like at some point, like when you're famous enough, you have the obligation to make a children's book. Yeah. <laughs> but like you- the way Ring Around the Rosie is like about what well, not getting smallpox right the black plague black you know? plague. Oh, the plague yeah yeah, yeah. is there going to be one in like 400 years about like COVID? mr trump <laughs> took a big dump on the whole country like <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you must so wear your mask because <laughs> then you can walk fast through a building that's crowded with people who are all coughing and sick <laughs> That's just the first draft. That's That's just the first draft. Yeah, none of these were written on first draft. That's a good start. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's relevant. It's topical. It it is topical. Um, What was I going to say about that? If you don't want (laughs) COVID-19, you must take a swim into the CVS 
to buy your masks <laughs> and then that's take sweet. You could have said clean. I feel like we got to be really clean. Again, these are first drafts. They're just off the top. But they all have to have the same little tippity tappity. Yeah, they're all. I do not say yes, Vid. I say no, but to COVID. I do not want to take it away. I want to go away forever. Swim. 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 I think we need to hear a real nursery rhyme to remember what they're like. No, but I'm saying I think I could leave comedy to do this. I do not say yes, Vid. Well, because that's how you stop COVID is you say no to it. Oh, yeah. just say no to, <laughs> COVID. Say no to COVID. Yeah, I love all those just say no to COVID. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, if someone offers you COVID, you COVID, must yeah. say no. Did you guys have, I had a Yogi Bear t-shirt uh, when I was a kid that was a dare uh, say no to drugs t-shirt, but it had Yogi Bear kind of license. Did it, was, did, it say, did it say Bear Dare or was it just? Uh, that would have been way better. No, it just said Dare. Uh, bear Dare would have been better. That's a shame. Dare with Yogi Bear. Uh, I did. I, I think we just had our like Dare graduation shirts. But I did. You get yours like from school or from like a thrift store? Or from to, like where? I think it was a from? visit. It was like a, a police officer came to our first grade classroom because first grade like notoriously mm-hmm. a very bad time. You might be exposed to, to drugs. You got to get them young. Yeah, yeah. And that's I think who we the got dealers t-shirts. start targeting like first. Is- Wow, I never had a I never had a dare T shirt. I uh, I remember cartoon All Stars to the rescue, uh, but nothing nothing in the dare in the dare category. Did you guys have McGruff? Do you remember McGruff, mm-hmm. the crime dog? I do. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it never came to our school, Scruff, but I remember McGruff, Chicago, Illinois six zero six five two. Did you know that there's a they full McGruff suit? They didn't put suit? a real dog in a, in a trench coat and hat. Uh, <laughs> he never showed up school. to our school, but. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, you can go to the Burbank uh, Police and Fire Department and see there's a little museum of the McGruff stuff there. Uh, and when I worked at Cartoon <laughs> really? Network, we would walk past there to go to lunch. And we one time just pr- like kind of pressed our faces against the outside window. We were like, we don't really want to go in, <laughs> but we do want to see this puppet and suit. <laughs> right. It's so strange. Like those things were just such a part of my life when I was a kid. But now I look back with like new knowledge and it's like, oh, these were like early propaganda things from police to be like, remember, Tell on people to us. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did you ever, uh, did you watch Scared Straight? I, yeah. I know of it. I don't know that I was ever like put through it really, but I, I remember yeah, catching it on TV as a kid because they would play it like on uh, just through through the antenna um, mm-hmm. on, on network television. I remember turning on the TV when I was like six or seven. And on broadcast, there's this guy like sitting backwards in a folding chair going, you motherfucking go to jail. They're going to shake you. And I'm like, wow, you can say that on TV. (laughs) Apparently, if it's if it's educational and you're traumatizing uh, young children, you can scare kids. I was just going to say there's a lot of uh, educational things that get away with using words that I feel like like you can't do that. There was my first year of college. There was a touring production of. A play I can't say the name of. It was, I think it was N-word. It was a W-word and a C-word. And they were all racist epithets. And the idea was like teaching you, you know, about racism. But it felt like it was a bunch of freshman college students watching (laughs) like just... I mean, I, ultimately, I think it was like a progressive... You you all were, you, you were in college, you said? Yeah. And we were watching a people who were hired to perform this sort of like, you know, think about race, don't be racist sort of like performance. <laughs> but I think the 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 attention grabbing title of it was three slurs in a row <laughs> and to see signs right. for that That's around wild. school. Uh, it was insane. Oh, my God. What what a like how fast the internet sped everything up and just like the way our culture is now of like, that wasn't that long ago, but it's, it seems psychotic now. Yeah. Yeah. Like is, did it, 
does everybody that ran my high school feel really embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> or are they just like, man, that was good schooling, you know? And, and I went to a really good school. It was a public school, but, you know, it seemed like they were doing a great job. But I look back and I was like, man, it was so brainwashy and weird. It just feels like times have moved forward so much. And I think, Dan, you're right. Like, everybody being on the internet has just changed everything. Yeah. Which is a new observation. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I loved your, obviously, your dating, your profile on Hinge. And I'm so happy to be meeting. And, yeah, um, uh, th- thanks, for, thanks for meeting me here. Yeah, no problem. I'm I'm uh, I'm really excited to be here. I loved your profile too. You're really funny. I uh, thank you. Um, well, you know, you said when we were talking that you loved uh, uh, oat lattes, so I got you one at the coffee shop. And I was thinking, you know, you talked about you love you love the arts, you love opera, and you love museums. So I thought I would take you to my favorite little museum up here. Oh my gosh, you were really listening. Thank you. Of course, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, um, I would love to. That sounds I, great. And thank you for the oat latte. It's funny because when I go on these dates and um, women will always be so surprised I'm listening when I'm just being myself. I'm not trying to listen, you know. It's just who I am. Right. You're just a great guy naturally. That's awesome. Uh, you said it. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I do feel like I was walked into it a little bit. but Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, moving right along here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So um, where are we headed? Where are we going? Oh, it's right around the corner here. It's We just have to go through the Burbank Police Department. And it's the uh, museum uh, dedicated to Scruff McGruff, the crime dog. Oh, I remember him. That's funny. That's like a funny, that's a funny. Yeah, it's historical and there's a lot to learn there, you know, and it's like, it's, 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 uh, it's own little piece of our history, isn't it? Just before we go in, this is a really great idea. It's really cool. It's really funny. Do you mind if we don't do it? I really don't want to walk through the police station. I have a big problem with police. I don't know if you were paying attention at all during the beginning of the COVID lockdown and how crazy everything went. And the police were just really brutal at all the protesters. And I, I really don't trust them. And I really don't want to support them. For either. sure. For sure. A cab all the way. Um, well, you know. I... Uh, <laughs> People who say that also kind of frustrate me because it's like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you stand for? You know, I, I do think, you know, I'm hearing you. We can go uh, actually around the station and just go okay. th- into the museum. It is run by the uh, Burbank Benevolent, Pol- Benevolent Police Officers Association. But I okay. think that there is a lot for us to learn about the history of the police and how we got to where we are today, just like any other museum. Okay. What's your favorite museum? Listen, you had such a great Hinge profile. I am excited to see where this goes, and I'm willing to go through this part, okay? Because whatever you have planned after this, I'm sure is awesome. Thank you. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to be with you and to share a piece of myself here. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, Okay. We'll go on in here. Are you here for a booking or the museum? Hello. Welcome to the. Oh. Sorry, we have a little good cop, bad cop thing going on. Yeah, you take a guess who's who. I knew it was coming. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I think probably, well, I think my my lady here is going to say both of you because you're cops, but I'm going to be a little more open-minded just for now and just see what this is. So go ahead. Sorry, excuse me. So motherfuckers, what are you here for? (laughs) Okay. We're here to see the McGruff Museum. Oh, the McGruff McMuseum. Uh, yes. Uh, you should talk to the good cop about that one. Officer ah, It's a McGruff McMuseum? Is it like a McDonald's theme? You heard me. What are you, dense? I Jesus. really, I apologize for, uh, I apologize. I know I, for my, my, my bad cop uh, friend over here, you fucking fucks. Uh, if you uh, want to, well, you guys want to come to the fucking McMuseum or what? Absolutely. We're already yes. loving it. Uh, this has been incredible so far. And, and uh, we get off the ground. Get off the ground. <laughs> no. Why are you bowing? Respect. You have to show them respect. Kiss. Kiss. What is my your ring. deal? This is not at all how I saw you before we started. 
You're kissing his hand? His hands are dirty. It's the museum. I'm doing the experience. I keep him dirty because of this guy I saw on a streaming show who's got long fingernails. Okay. I'd love to see the McGruff stuff, please. He was a fun part of my childhood. That memory is good. Let's see McGruff. All right. You just have to give us a voluntary donation to help take a bite out of crime. Um. And that will okay. be on me. We're on a bit of a date here. So yes, um, how does um, $1,000 sound? Jesus, what? It's very generous of you. Well, you're going to give the cops $1,000? Do you love crime or do you hate crime? I hate crime. Just like <sighs> I want to take crime a bite too. out That's of crime. That's why I became a cop. Yeah, I think we all hate crime here. Here's, crime. A, here's your commemorative ACAG token. All cops are... Great. <clears throat> uh, well, oh I don't God. know if I'll be wearing this, but thank you still. You guys are appropriating a cab. What do you are mean? Surprise! A cab, a cab always existed. It was just a state of mind, <laughs> you know. And I had these tokens made. Uh, a cab. Yeah, all cops are great. Uh, Can I tell you what I really think? I think you guys are power hungry losers. I think that you never got listened to before. And so you got a job where people have to listen to you. And now you lord it over everybody and you take a huge advantage of what society bestows upon you. We give you lots of power and you use it for your own personal gain instead of protecting and serving like you're supposed to. You shut the fuck up. It's really You shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up and get out of here. I'm not a loser. You shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And that's a good cop. Yes, you are, sir. Shut the fuck up and kiss oh my, my fucking God. fist. The other one's drawing a gun on me. Put your gun away, sir. What do you hate? Give me your donation now. <laughs> Are we being robbed by the cops? ACAG. ACAG. Give me $1,000 now. Shut the fuck up. It's okay. It's not it's a okay. donation. We fucking rule. <laughs> All right, just give him the money and let's get out of here, please. Get please. out of here. We just gave him so much money. I want to see the museum now. Give me back your token. Okay, Shut the fuck well, up. Let's go further in <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> we just gave you a thousand dollars you fucking little lady shut the fuck up i am five one that's little uh, I, and her height look sir you're also five one shut the fuck up <laughs> i'm not i'm a big man you remind me of that guy in the bagel shop you actually look a lot like that guy in the bagel <laughs> shop who was mad at everybody for calling him short on dating apps is that you <laughs> What kind of bagel you like best? Everything. <laughs> it doesn't Garlic. matter. Oh, wait. Salt. Pepper. Look, this. Zatar. Uh, uh, most, most of the L.A. cops are guys who went viral for being weird, moved to L.A. to try to get famous, failed, and then became cops. Shut the fuck up. There is a it fentanyl is a crisis. Don't touch it. job. Don't even get near it. You'll turn crazy if you if you're within a mile of fentanyl. Sir, you need to unclench your body. You need to relax your nervous system. You are fully on tilt right now. Friggin', I'm fully tilted sideways. If you can't tell, I can. You're at a 45 degree angle. Pick me a bad cop. Here, bud. Let's let's just let's just get you. Uh, uh, right side up. There we go. So oh, feel better? you, bad cop. So sorry. Shut the fuck up. What? Oh my god! He just became a. He so are you like enjoying this date? Can I ask you a question? Are you enjoying the date right now? Because your date is having a miserable time. I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> Oh, great. The cop's got a huckleberry hound. He wants to show us that he has a huckleberry. What do you just bring toys with you to work, sir? That's yeah, a regulation a huckleberry hound, son. You don't get one unless you're a cop. Okay? That's right. A huckleberry you... hound toy is not a toy. Now, Herd okay. Scruff McGruff, his brother, huckleberry hound, you get him for $2,000 donation. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that. Jeez. It's regulation. It's like they only make it for this situation. It is so clearly a shit. It'll make you feel like a big man. It's exclusive to the Burbank Police Department, and it'll make you feel like a big man. Okay, okay, let me just, um... Hey, do you have $1,000 you can loan me for the No! 
No. This... I'm I'm on this date for a free dinner, to be honest. I'm struggling. Can you tell that your date is having a bad time right now because you won't help him buy a Huckleberry Hound doll? Yes, I can. <laughs> okay. And we're both suffering through it. Well, if you're not going to fork it over, we're going to put this exclusive Burbank Huckleberry Hound limited edition back in lockup. No, 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 no. Hang you on, see, hang he's on. on his way out. Hey, here, we okay. can go get the Who money. Cares? Let's just, um, uh, 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 there's a bank across the street. Hey, come rob this bank with me. Come rob this bank. No, who cares about this toy? What? <laughs> it is exclusive to the Burbank Benevolent Police Officers <laughs> McGruff Museum. McMuseum. That doesn't matter to me. <laughs> that well, sounds fake. It doesn't even sound real. It sounds like two cops who are not on duty and just kept the clothes, opened a store. That's what it sounds like. Well, if we're being honest, you being excited about learning to throw clay wasn't exciting to me. It didn't matter to me. But here I am, you know, listening to you when you talk about it. So are we not going to do that? No, we'll do it because I want to try the thing from the from the movie, you know? Yeah, you want to hug me like in Ghost. Yes, yeah. Ghost. Yeah. We got yeah, yeah. We got a kiln and... And stuff over in the back as well. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I won't do that here. You can. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna color me police. We got everything. <laughs> color me police. Hey, you know. You know. Police art space. You know. We got. We got all of them. You know. We have a lot of ceramic things. You could paint a, a gun any color you want. Uh, oh yeah, I made a. I made a badge caddy. Uh, they told oh, me there was cute. police activity. It turned out the, the police activity caddy? was uh, was. Using a kiln, it was uh, like camp activities. Yeah, who's oh, your yeah, badge? Yeah, caddy? no, we do arts and crafts. Oh, these guys are awesome, honey. Kar- karaoke, it's uh, it's great. You know what? This isn't working for me. Don't call me honey. I'm never gonna see you again. All right, sweetheart. All right, honey. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, sweetheart. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna run out of the building. Okay, oh! don't leave. Hi, I'm no, no. Oh shit! She she ran and j- jumped off the edge. I'm Will Arnett. This was supposed to be prank dates, but another date has killed himself before the date has ended. Uh, I, I didn't even get to light the condom. You got a light for it. <laughs> See. Oh, genius, folks! Genius. It's been another man dog pod. Uh, I don't know why I'm yelling. I guess just because I had so much fun. <laughs> uh, we really did. February 2nd, Steel Cut Oats is out and in the world. Uh, we'll post a link on our socials and that type of stuff, but keep an eye out for that. Um, it's wonderful. Harry made it, starring Peter Banifaz as the boxer, Justin as the, uh, the boxing ring announcer, me as the heavy, Rachel Bloom as um, uh, the bookender of the story, the waitress hearing it all. And uh, what's the name of the actor that plays the old version of Peter? Uh, Brian George. Oh, he's Brian on Seinfeld. Was, he was, was delightful. Many know him as Babu on Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, he's also a prolific voice actor. He's he's Alfred in Batman. He's great. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. As well as Dave Tooney is the referee of the boxing match. Many friends of the pod in this thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for being here, Harry. Um, where can people find out more information about you or the short or anything else you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Good, good question. I'm going to be posting all kinds of updates about the short behind the scenes snippets, uh, links to where you can see it, all that fun stuff on my Instagram, which is uh, what is my Instagram? (laughs) I'm looking it up. I've never had to Instagram myself. So uh, H. Chaskin. Chaskin. H. Chaskin, that sounds about right. And uh, if, if not, uh, we'll post a correction. Yeah, we'll post it. It's H. Chaskin. So that you can check it out there. Uh, I'll also have the short up on my website at harrychaskin.com. Uh, but yeah, this was so much fun. Thanks for having me on, fellas. Yeah, thanks for doing it, man. And um, yeah. Justin, anything you'd like to plug? I mean, truly, Steel Cut Oats, I have the little pin that <laughs> Harry, Harry, Harry made. But uh, hey. it's... It's so cool to see a thing that uh, a friend made that's like just beautiful and that I would love anyway. It's like funny and sweet, and mm-hmm. I oh, I think I can't speak highly of it enough. Uh, I don't know. You can find me online Thanks, at man. Hey Justin, uh, and I guess there's a new season of uh, Nature Talks to Itself as an improv pod. I do that. All three of you have been on. 
Um, and yes. Jace Armstrong and I are, That's I think, great. I think it's coming out. It's, it's out by the time you're hearing this. Right. And uh, people can see you in San Francisco, right? Do you know the dates for that? Yes. If, if anyone's going to San Francisco Sketch If you're Fest? going to Sketch Fest, uh, Jace and I will be doing our first Nature Talks to Itself live show Saturday, January Woo. 21st. Uh, and we got James Adomian, Nicole Sakura, and Jessica McKenna. Woo-hoo. Gonna be blasts. So many funny people. Yeah. Um, well, thanks y'all for being here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Some final plugs, live stuff. You can see Justin and I performing with Winslow on the um, Thursday, the nineteenth of January at the UCB Theater. Ryan and I will be at UCB this Sunday night. If you're listening on Friday, that's the fifteenth um, at seven p.m. with the titular Dave Tooney's shows uh, town meeting. Um, so check those out and, um, that's about it, Ryan. Anything else? That sounds good to me. Thanks everybody for listening and thanks for everybody that helps us with the show. Thank you, Brian, for editing and, um, as well as Casey Trailer for our theme song and Annie Wu for our logo. Thanks for everyone who helps us make this thing. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.